Welcome. We're glad you're here. My name is Rachel Droder. And I'm Margaret Eichstee. And this is Generative Spirits, Conversations with Catholic Sisters, a Catholic sister podcast that explores how members of Northeast Ohio congregations respond to the signs of the times in ways only sisters can. This podcast is made possible with generous support from the Sisters of Charity Foundation of Cleveland and the Conrad M. Helton Foundation. Pull up a chair. Let's live in the questions. I am so excited for us to get started after having the idea for a podcast in the back of our minds for so long, especially to listen to the stories of Catholic sisters in the Northeast Ohio area, their history of ministry, and how they uniquely respond to the signs of the times. We're going to use this episode to introduce ourselves, the foundation, and the initiative that sparked this idea. Hello, my name is Margaret Eichstee, and I'm the program officer for the Catholic Sisters program area at the Sisters of Charity Foundation of Cleveland which is a grant-making foundation dedicated to improving the lives of individuals living in poverty. And one way the foundation does this is by supporting Catholic sisters and their ministries, who, as many of you know, are exceptional at going to the margins and meeting the needs of the most vulnerable. In addition to our grant-making support of sisters, we also launched the Generative Spirit Initiative about four years ago to respond to the changing landscape of Catholic sisters and their ministries. And I have the great pleasure of being here with Rachel today, who I get to work with on this initiative, and she's going to tell you a little bit more. Thanks, Margaret. My name is Rachel Droder, and I am the program coordinator for the Generative Spirit Initiative at the Sisters of Charity Foundation of Cleveland. The Generative Spirit Initiative, with support from our foundation and the Conrad N. Hilton Foundation, has a vision to form the next generation of laypeople who understand and follow the model of Catholic sisters to become leaders in service and ministry in our cities, in our country and our world. I started in this role a little over a year ago and have built on previous knowledge and relationships with sisters. And with the momentum from the, from the initiative, our shared love of storytelling and the goals of generative spirit and mind, a number of programs emerged, including the ministry leadership program, and this program embodies the goals of generative spirit in a really great way. It builds on relationship skills for young adults employed at sister founded or sister led organizations. And it really deepens connections between sisters and young adults. And we've done a lot of work in partnership with the Conference of Religious Leadership and the Coalition for Young Adults. And you can find more information about that at generativespirit.org. Thanks, Rachel. And I think generative spirit really offers an opportunity to build relationships and mutual learning between sisters and lay people, particularly young adults, in a way that creates new energy for both groups. And as fewer sisters are working in full-time ministry, and many are finding new ways to minister in retirement, collaboration with lay partners brings new possibilities. And for lay people, there is great learning and inspiration that can come from working with and being in relationship with sisters. I like the name that's been chosen for this podcast, Generative Spirits, because it recognizes the individuals, both sisters and lay people, who are finding community, inspiration, and new energy from one another through their relationship and shared ministry. Mm -hmm. 
So Rachel, how did you get connected with Catholic Sisters and interested in the Generative Spirit Initiative? Well, my relationship with Sisters has evolved since I was in school, from a teacher-student relationship to one of kinship and mutual sharing and spiritual connection. Because of my work, I'm able to gain insights into the lives and ministry of Sisters in a different way. One turning point was a convocation that I attended in 2013, in which religious communities, including several congregations of sisters, alongside priests and young adults, were asked this important question. As congregations shrink in size and people are not joining at the same rate, what will become of their community, their ministry, or their charism? And I thought it was incredibly innovative, and I was struck by how they were thinking toward the future, especially as they included young adults like myself in the conversation. And since then, I've really loved being in conversation with sisters as we answer this question together. And almost a year ago, I was connected with Margaret when I was looking for work, and we realized among our many shared connections, our love of sisters and their history. And I'd love for Margaret to share her story as well. Thanks, Rachel. It was really exciting when we connected and realized all of our mutual interests and especially around sisters. Mm -hmm. And so the reason I was excited about the Generative Spirit Initiative, uh, when I started working at the foundation about four years ago and just started learning about what was going on, but wasn't really involved at that point, um, was because I felt like it spoke to my experience as a young adult who was mission-driven, passionate about social justice and Catholic social teaching, and was seeking spaces in which to find community that supported and challenged me in these values. I felt that these spaces became harder to find as I left as I had left college, uh, a year-long volunteer program, then went to graduate school, and then entered, you know, the quote-unquote real world. And I quickly began to feel that my mission-driven approach to life was at the least impractical and probably most likely not sustainable. And however, I I providentially ended up working for a foundation in St. Louis that was founded by the Sisters of Charity of the Incarnate Word. And in that space, my worldview and my approach to work actually seemed to fit. (laughs) And as I found that same alignment when I moved to Cleveland and began working at the Sisters of Charity Foundation in Cleveland, I began to think more about how the sister approach to ministry was unique and why it resonated with me so much and how other young adults who felt called to service and social justice could learn from the work and lives of sisters through partnerships and relationships. I've studied social work and now worked in philanthropy for a number of years. And for all that these fields discuss best practices, which are important, I truly believe that there are is something unique that sisters bring to work, to their work, compassion, presence, and accompaniment. And these are qualities that are somewhat intangible and difficult to measure, but I think they are actually what might make the greatest difference. We hope that you'll join us for this podcast that will include interviews with sisters from a variety of congregations and backgrounds and perspectives as they respond to current topics. I'm excited that this podcast will allow us to share the deep wisdom and knowledge of sisters through conversations that we hope will inspire you to reflect and ask new questions, and most of all, enliven your spirit.